Alright, AW Full Gear, one of the most anticipated shows of mine, with an incredible, stacked card. And you know what? I want to give you my predictions to what's going to happen in the show. And this show is going to happen in about 4 hours, so I guess I should make it quick. And let's start with a buy-in. Serena Deep versus Allison K for the NWA Women's World Championship. There was no build for this match and I don't think we should have any build for NWA Women's title for now. It should be a showcase match of the abilities of Serena Deep. It's going to be a one hell of a match. And I think at the end of this match, Serena Deep will win. Unless Ellison K will do a swerve on all of us and actually win the title, either sign up with NWA once again for some reason, or will sign up with AEW, which I think she will do anyway. Or at least this is a theory for now. But overall, I think Serena Deep for a victory. Then we're gonna talk about Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. Should be a very fun match. John Silver gonna absolutely rule, doing some incredibly dumb stuff. But I don't think it's time for Orange Cassidy to lose after he won against Chris Jericho on the pay-per-view. So I think Orange Cassidy will win. But if they're gonna pull a trigger on John Silver, and if they're gonna do it right, oh. I will definitely don't mind this shit because everybody loves John Silver, or at least everybody should love John Silver. But there is also theory in the community that Brody Lee might appear on this show after the match or during the match. I think it's a nice way to bring him back after selling this incredible dog color match. I wouldn't rule it off, but. I'm not 100% sure about this, but overall I still think Orange Cassidy will come out victorious. Hikaru Shida vs Nile Rose? Uh, I mean, they could go either way, but I don't think they're gonna go with Nile Rose once again, only because Britt Baker should be the next champion and she should be the next champion very quick, because Hikaru Shida's reign was... Uh, Unmemorable to say the least. And I think that Britt Baker would be a blessing in the sky for AEW because if she's going to be the new AEW World uh, Women's Champion, she could not fight every single week or barely fight at all inside the ring by being a heelish heel and just cut the same promos that she already did but now with the title being more arrogant being more selfish than she ever was and while you were doing this you can have Penelope Ford or somebody else being built up for a week or so for two weeks winning match after match in Dynamite and Dark and then forcing uh, Britt Baker to fight against Penelope Ford or so on who will win and do it for a couple of weeks un until she will snap, uh, Britt Baker will snap and say that she will not fight against anyone on Dynamite for the world title. 
and here comes for example bash at the beach special when and you give somebody actually big to Britt Baker so she should actually fight and even every single other match on Dynamite should have Rebby or any other help to actually win the match being some dirty heel to be victorious at this match she should win clean and from that point on you can go on for how long you want to keep the title on Britt Baker because she is she's brilliant and I think she should be the longest reigning champion in AEW history for now. But to do this, you need to keep the title on Hikarushida because Hill vs. Hill dynamic will not work so much against Nyla Rose and Britt Baker. So this is one of the only reasons why I'm gonna go for Hikarushida. Because obviously they can go with Nyla Rose and now actually push her with Vicky Guerrero on her corner, but... I don't really want to see it. Next, I think we're going to talk about FTR versus the Young Bucks. It's one of the most anticipated matches in tag team wrestling history. And I don't think it's an overstatement. It's two best teams in the world for now, finally blowing off. Unfortunately, the build for this match wasn't so great. I really couldn't give less fuck, or at least that's what I want to say, if we will talk about only from a Bill perspective. I think the last couple of weeks actually did something to make this feud more interesting, but it's only because you bring this injury dynamic into Matt Jackson game, which he's incredible of selling, of course, but... Uh, it's not what it should have been. It always should have been two best teams, two different philosophers. Who will be the best? Bringing up the fact that they will, they always said, Young Bucks always said, fuck the revival, FTR. This is the one people who created this. You have all this history in your hands and you somehow mismanaged it into our uh, alright build for a match. But the anticipation, the hype was so big then I think you kind of failed on actually getting on this hype train and delivering when it comes to build. But I think it's going to be one hell of a match, maybe the one that will steal the show. And I think Young Bucks will win, because this stupid stipulation that should not have been put by any means... To this match if young bucks will lose they will never challenge for the title again stupidest shit ever you already did it one year ago with cody it worked out well for him because mwah, storytelling here it feels so rushed so oh we need to bring something spicy into this feud and it just ruins the anticipation because now i just cannot see Young Bucks losing, and obviously they can go for a time limit draw or from some shenanigans, but I think it should be just an incredible showing by both teams, and even though I thought that FTR should win their first encounter between uh, FTR and Bucks, but that's not how it's going to be, and Bucks will win this one. At least that's what I think. Next we have 
MJF versus Chris Jericho. If MJF wins, he will join the inner circle. And I think this stipulation gives it away. Obviously, you can build with Chris Jericho beating him and refusing to give him a spot in the inner circle. But then after the match, MJF and Wardlow beat down Chris Jericho so much that he has no choice but to accept it. But I don't think that's the story we're going to tell. We're going to tell the story of MJF beating Chris Jericho by doing a lot of heel shenanigans, doing a lot of actually vicious stuff, maybe actually ruling out Chris Jericho from Dynamite for a couple of weeks, if not a month, becoming somewhat of a leader of the inner circle by, you know, beating Chris Jericho, he's now the leader. And starting a feud with Sammy Guevara. I think that's the way we're gonna go. Maybe not rating down Chris Jericho at all. But Sammy versus MJF. I think that something is going to happen before the big blow off between the inner circle. And to do this, once again, you need MJF to win. That's why I'm going for MJF. And if we talk about Sammy Guevara, I think it's time to talk about the Elite Deletion. If you heard my podcast about AEW Dynamite for the last couple of weeks, you would know that I was the one to push for this match. I said that they need to bring this rivalry and they need to finish it only if you're going to do it in the Elite Deletion match. Because it just makes sense. Plus, if you're going to do some horrific spot that's going to possibly end your career, you're going to have Rabbi Sky standing in the corner saying, if you're going to try and pull it off, I will kill both of you. And it doesn't matter who's going to stand right in front of me, Tony Khan, Matt Hardy, or Sammy Guevara. You're all going to die. So I think this is a nice way to end their feud finally. And this can go either way. And I really want to go for Sammy, so he'd actually have some capability before he's going to have this blow-off with MGF and possibly turn face. But I think Matt will win to get this face, uh, you know, just a little bit moment for the face, because maybe not a lot of them will win. But... I think it's going to be brilliant, it's going to be chaotic, it's going to be weird, and let's be honest, most of us love the deletion shenanigans, at least I do, and I want to see it very, very much. So, I guess we're going to go with Matt Hardy for this one, great logic from me, I know. I guess we're going to talk about Cody versus Darby Allen next. And I already said in my previous Dynamite review that Tass and Brian Cage with Ricky Starks probably will appear right at this match. And I really don't want to see it because I want to see Darby Allen winning clean. And I think Darby Allen will win. I think they should pull the trigger on this one. But... They might not. They might push the idea of Cody still somehow winning, going further down the line, and to actually retain the title every single time, he will need to bring this more dark side of his, the more vicious side of his, and eventually turning him heel after he would lose the title, maybe either to Matt Cardona who will return, 
maybe to Miro or maybe to Darby Allen. But I really want to see Darby win finally against Cody. They have so much history between each other. And I want to see him do this clean. Or if Tasmanic's actually going to come out. Obviously I want to see Sting popping out, scare them off. And after Darby Allen will, will win the match, he will hold the title. He will say at one corner, lights go out. You hear the crown. Lights go uh, go back on. You're going you're gonna to see Sting standing in the next corner, like next to him. So they're going to look face to face. And you will see Darby actually being scared, but at the same time excited. And then once again, lights off. And either both of them disappeared or only Sting. I really, really want to see this. But I'm not sure if we will. And maybe it's not the best idea to have Sting. Which I think is bullshit because he's a WCW guy. Cody loves WCW. Tony Khan loves WCW. And they're definitely going to bring Sting sooner rather than later. There's no doubt about this. Um... Once again, I don't know, none of us know how this match will end, but I would put my money on Darby Allin winning this one. Next we have co-main event. In my opinion, it's the match that could easily be the main event of the night. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. The finals of the tournament. Oh, so much history, and that's why I love that we're doing this match at full gear. At first, I wasn't so sure, like, maybe we should have, you know, hold on for this match for a couple more weeks, months, maybe, and do it later on. But after reconsidering everything that happened and watching some videos like To Kill Cop, I just think it's the right idea. Because Kenny Omega lost at full gear last year to John Moxley and that left his character directionless. He didn't know what to do and he found the joy of wrestling once again teaming up with, K uh, with Hangman Page. Same goes for Hangman Page. He won against Pac at full gear but then the next week he lost to Pac in the decisive manner and was 2-1 in favor of Pac and once again after All Out, where he lost, lost to Chris Jericho, after this loss to Pac, he also was sent directionless, and he needed something new, something that, he, that would bring back this fiery Adam Page to actually be excited and be once again willing to fight. And this was teaming up with Kenny Omega to go on to become the champions the greatest in AEW history so far, and one year later, after everything that happened with them, after being directionless, after being lost and miserable, after being successful, being tag team champions, they're now gonna blow off at full gear, and I think Kenny Omega will win this one. Even though I can easily see Hangman Page winning this one and after the match Kenny snapping and destroying him, I still think that Moxley versus Kenny Omega is a money-making match. And if we're talking about Moxley 
Moxley versus Eddie Kingston, main event of the night. I quit match. As I said, Moxley will win this match, this war basically. But I really don't know how because I don't see Eddie Kingston saying those words. I quit unless you're gonna bring his mother. But I think they're gonna go far. They're gonna go too far, and they're gonna bleed out. They're gonna be. Fighting in an actual straight fight. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be hard-hitting. And after the last week's, well, this week's promo between both of them. I am so excited. And as I said, I think Pac will appear next week on Dynamite. Because we're going to have Ray Phoenix versus Pentagon once again. And it's way too soon to actually put this match without any plan. But before Pac's uh, promo was announced for this week's Dynamite, I actually thought that Ray Phoenix will cause the match for Eddie Kingston somehow. And after the match, Pentagon will ask him what the hell is going on, and he would say he was right all along, and Pac would appear on the screen. But right now, we already know that Pac uh, is going to be back sooner rather than later. He said it himself. On this week's Dynamite. So I'm not sure what they're exactly going to do. And how they're going to pull it off. But Moxley wins this one. And next week. After Pentagon was so disrespectful towards Phoenix for so long. I think Pac will appear. Ally himself with Phoenix. And leave Pentagon Kingston and Butcher and the Blade as a, you know, a, a deadly four horsemen, basically, of chaos, four horse of chaos to go against Pac and Phoenix. And then I think Pentagon will actually join Pac and uh, Phoenix to recreate Death Triangle once again, and they're going to have this big blow-off of triple threat in a triple threat match, or... In a singles capacity between Kingston and Pack and um, Phoenix and Pentagon versus Butcher and the Blade. While Moxley will face with Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega will recreate the first episodes of Dynamite where Moxley stalked him, was trying to get under his skin. But now it's going to be Kenny who will do the same thing. So this was it. It was my... AW Full Gear Predictions. Oh, it's a stack card. It's a great card. And I cannot wait to actually look and enjoy what's going to happen in this four hours, I would assume, of a pay-per-view. Oh, I just cannot wait. Thank you for listening and hear you soon.